Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, October 22nd, 2022. I am your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. Hello. How are you doing, Andy? I am all right. I am in Patreon subscribers will know because they'll see me on video. I'm not in my usual setting. I'm, I mean, ne- neither am I. I'm just in a different room in my house because one of them's getting plastered. You have better reasoning, though, because I'm in a converted barn in Harrogate and it's lovely. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, hence the different background for me. But you always use the trampled bet logo background, so it doesn't. That you could literally be anywhere every week. Who knows? Could could be. Well, last week I didn't. I was at a conference in Aberdeen and I was told it was a lot more like ASMR than an actual podcast because most of the time I was whispering <laughs> to try and not uh, give the jig up, to be honest. So, um, but yeah, uh, no, it's good to be good to be back in more normal surroundings uh, mm. and good for you to have a stable connection this week now that you're in a barn that has actual Wi-Fi and not just... Yeah, we'll know. see. Let's Something not let's cobble together. Let's not count our chickens, Gordon. Like it is a converted barn with big heavy stone walls. Don't know how it's gonna go. It's like Uruwa Red Diamonds being 3-0 up and you don't get an early payout. Yeah. That's it, it. It, it seems fine. Might might not be fine. Might not be. Cut, might come not the be. end of the day, might not be fine. Um, but so far, so good. And joining us this week is Dave Greenfield. Welcome back, Dave. How are you? Yeah, not bad, guys. Thanks. And also, I mean, congratulations as well. Cheers. Thank you very much. Um, Did Vela win? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Slightly better than that. (laughs) Did he win twice? (laughs) (laughs) See what I did there? No, congratulations, Dave. Dave uh, very recently got engaged. So um, well done, sir. That's you and Gordon. That's it. That's uh, that's the... the, Well, I mean, the two most... uh, I was going to say the two most reliable uh for for charity bets are, are now in uh engaged and locked down so it just leaves you to maybe how, maybe get how engaged have you suddenly how have you suddenly claimed that you're one of the most reliable for charity bets you're, you're looking at like the five game form table and not the history of all time <laughs> that's <laughs> not the like eight nil scuttings <laughs> on previous last have you looked at when they've played each other no 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 that doesn't doesn't pay to do that you're only um, as good you're only as good as your last result in fairness um, and I think your last charity result was a loser, but we'll get on to that. Yes, very, very we soon. shall. <laughs> With a quick recap of last week's picks, uh, just myself and Gordon on the show last week. Um, so very quickly run through this. Uh, both our bankers, I think, happened on the Sunday and were actually the final two picks of the weekend, which was a bit odd. A bit not, odd. Not, not what usually happens at all. But but good that we were able to end on a, a winning double. Um, Arsenal beating Leeds for myself. Uh, the away win went off at eight to thirteen. They only won one nil. And uh, Dave, you were telling me it was a bit of a they kind of scraped it a little bit, eh? 
It was a bit dodgy, weren't it? I think uh, I'm in lead to Mr. Penn. They had a pen at the death and a red card and they got overturned and blah, 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 didn't it? So I yeah. thought Leeds played pretty well, to be honest, but Arsenal were uh, you know, solid at that at the minute. It's not something that you've said about them for a while, but... They're grinding out results and they're getting wins and they're picking up three points every week and it's wonderful to see. So uh, I was delighted with my banker win and coupled with Gordon's result, Made for a, a decent banker double. Yeah, I think it was 0.99 to one. Was that what it went it was, off it, at? I think it was something like that. It actually went off. It went off at over evens together because Arsenal went up to eight to thirteen before kickoff when I put when I put the bet on. Um, but yeah, if you'd backed it at the time of last week's podcast, it was zero point nine nine to one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so what Andy's alluding to was my only good light in the last week, which was Napoli versus Bologna, and I'd taken Napoli, who went off at one to four. Um, yeah, they, they won 3-2. Not a game that they coasted by any means. Uh, Adam and Hatch happy if they went up 2-0 at some point, but they were behind um, They were behind once in the game to start with. Uh, Joshua Xerxes, uh, who you may remember from uh, the Eredivisie last season and, and Joey backing him quite a bit. Um, they went up 2-1, back to two each, and then Victor Ozzyman sorted me out. Uh, and then nothing really happened until the end, which was fine, but a little more unnerving. I'd have much preferred a 4-2 win than a 3-2. <laughs> that would have, have made me a bit happier. But uh, yep, both of them came in, so banker double landed. Yeah, which was great news, them being the last two games, considering we managed to combine for 0-6 for six for the rest Over, of the baby. Yep. So, so let's really quickly skim through this. Uh, I had Cardiff at home to Coventry. The home win was 6-5. They did not win. They lost 1-0. Um, they did get a goal chopped off in the second half that I thought might make it interesting, but not to be. Yeah, mine, mine wasn't great either. Um, I had Barry Askely um, and uh, Askely... I mean, Ascoli deserved to win this game. They, they got a goal chopped off before they actually scored their first goal in the, the 78th minute and then scored a second in the 89th. So, I mean, a, a close-ish game, but not not what we're looking for at 9-10. to 10. You know, they, they were 3-1 to one and won that. Um, no result for Barry. No. Um, on to the outsiders. My outsider came close. I was definitely on the right side of it. Ross County v Dundee United. Uh, took my own team, Dundee United, for an away win. The game ended one each. Uh, so another outsider just falling short by a solitary goal. Although I was definitely on the right side of it. It shouldn't have been 21 to 10 in such a close game. Parma Regina. I was actually cycling around uh, Glasgow with Joey, getting notifications on this game. Uh, and they were never good ones. Nearly launched my phone off the bike. Uh, this was, yeah, they actually, uh, Regina didn't get a goal chopped off, but they had a goal mistakenly placed on them by the bit, uh, by the, it wasn't a chopped off goal. It was a, somebody's pressed the wrong button here. On oh, flash score. On flash like score. Like, yeah, it wasn't a removed goal, um, which is twice I, I've seen that. It also happened tonight with a, a second penalty. They said I've that been, El had. Now, see if that happens and you're listening to the game or watching the stream, you might think, oh, there's a goal coming, like, I'm on a one-minute lag. But I've had that happen when I'm actually physically at the game and my phone's buzzed for a goal alert. <laughs> I'm like, sitting there going, Def- definitely not. <laughs> no, nothing's, nothing's even happened there. There's been a shy or something. Yeah, but it, Regina had more of, the, more of the ball, more shots on target, more of everything, but they lost 2-0, so... You know that that doesn't make for a banker, uh, an outsider winner. Um, no, yeah, but so. outsiders are hard, and they're outsiders for a reason. So, I, I still think those two teams, certainly just now, uh, you'll probably get decent value backing them, even though they won't win every week. I mean, you'll be hearing about them again this week, so don't worry about it. I, I figured so. 
On to the charity bet that I placed again because I'm on a not very good run of charity bets considering Gordon is hitting everything. Um, I had Dusseldorf at home to Nuremberg. They lost the game 1-0. Absolutely yellow cards, which tells me that they were up for this. Four of them coming in the first half. <laughs> so they were, they were definitely out there to prove a point. Um, but Gordon, I think with your charity uh, bet result, actually, it switches back to you this week. So, so it does. For me. It, it, it does. Uh, this was um, I had Atletico Mobile at home to Atletico Madrid. Thought with them playing midweek that they, they might be, um, you know, a bit more sensitive to, to losing to a, a Bilbao team that they don't often lose to. But uh, a singular Griezmann goal won that game for them. So uh, Atletico Madrid won that game at twelve to five. Um, which you, in hindsight like get 12 to 5 and it's like a Madrid away is pretty, pretty yeah it's pretty tasty isn't yeah. it um, but yeah so nothing in there for me but I will uh, I'll be backing it this week on a you know there'll be more spice this week anyway uh, with, with with Dave bringing a pick in here there are three of us a now a guaranteed winner a guaranteed winner in I there I still trying to find something <laughs> I look I look, for, I look forward to it um, we're about to so that was a very quick synopsis of a, a week where let, let's be honest G-Man Plenty Shite. room for improvement. Yeah, diving it's, it's, and the referee was out of order. Was the three <laughs> things I'd say about that. <laughs> room for improvement is the diplomatic way of um, of phrasing that. And I think we've got the right team to do it. So we've got we've got Dave adding in his picks that are always absolutely solid. So we'll head to a short ad break. Those of you on Patreon, um, instead of the the ad break, you'll see the video podcast and you'll get the middle section um, where if any we had any picks that we liked the look of and didn't make the show, we'll chat through them, uh, shoot the breeze about some other stuff as well. It's www.patreon.com forward slash tramplebet or just download the Patreon app. Search Tramplebet Podcast. £6 a month to be a member of the Tramplebet Club. It gives us something back, helps with the running costs, keeps this podcast going as a, as a going concern. Um, and we really appreciate every single one of you. You also get the cheat sheet, which is uh, all the picks written down so you don't have to remember the ones that you liked. That's it. See you after the break. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. And now on to... This week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, October 22nd, 2022. Uh, three of us this week. So, as usual, banker bets from the three of us, then values from the three of us, outsiders from the three of us, and then we will one pick each for charity that will combine as a treble, £10 of our own money on that treble, and all returns, including the state, should we get it back, uh, go to a charity of our choosing that will be announced next week. Uh, not the best of weeks last week, so work to do for for myself and Gordo. But uh, Dave four out of four Greenfield should be. Uh... <laughs> Is it not Dave three six five four out of four? Out of Greenfield? Three six five four. Oh, no, out of four. Got a proper one. <laughs> <laughs>
That's fine. We're back in the cha- that charity bet. Gordon, it gets back to 365. 365, yes, it is. Uh, the reason we say that is 365 pay out after uh, your team goes 2 0 up. And I'm sure there was some controversy on, on one of Dave's previous four out of fours where a couple of the results paid out yeah. early and ended up not being winners at other bookies. But that's fine. Back at 365, you know, it's not an issue. Nice early payout. That's what we're all about. Okay, so on to the banker bets then. And these are the things that we think from the weekend are, are, are going to come in. Um, you know, something you can put on your coupons with no fear and um, just boost that price a little bit. Or combine the three banker picks as a treble. And you usually get some decent odds. This was the only bet we hit last week. So looking to, uh, we're usually good at these. Let's roll them forward. My banker is the early kickoff in Scotland on Saturday at 12.30 in the Premiership for Hearts versus Celtic. And the way win for Glasgow Celtic is 1-3. to three. Uh, Celtic top of the table, 27 points from 10 games. Um, Hearts are back in seventh place with 14 points from their 10 matches. Uh, Hearts are not in good form at all right now. Their last five games have consisted of four losses and one draw across all competitions. And they're second bottom of the league's five-game form table, which is bad considering that's a league with the likes of Dundee United, Ross County, St. Johnson, Kilmarnock, St. Merrin and stuff in it. Uh, so not good for Hearts. Celtic, top of that five-game form table, unsurprisingly, 12 points from their last five matches. Um, Hearts are just in poor form, and it's a bad time to host Celtic, who last week beat Edinburgh rivals Hibs 6-1, absolutely demolished them. A game, Gordon, you were at. What did Celtic look like in the flesh there? Terrifying. Like, that's the, yeah. It just shows you the vast gulf between the teams you'd consider the better teams in the SPL, the actual best teams, and then if you look at Celtic's Champions League record, you mm. think... This is we're not even close to, to what we need to be here, but they're just they're terrifying on the counter attack at the moment. Do you have a really good feeling with them? Aaron Moy, who they signed yeah. from Brighton a while ago, he had a really good game from there. But uh, yeah, they'll do the same to Hearts as they did to us. Well, they usually Hearts. Are, you'd think they'd probably be third place in this league. Rangers, yeah. Rangers, and Celtic in whichever order, and then a big gap, then Hearts, and then a gap, and then the rest. Uh, but Hearts have Hearts have really struggled recently, and I think that's got a wee bit to do with squad depth and the fact that they're playing competitive football in Europe on Thursday nights. Um, I think they're a wee bit knackered, um, and they're just you know don't have the squad depth to deal with it, and they're on a bit of a losing run. Bad time to be playing Celtic, especially when Celtic have an uptick in form in the league um, and that huge result against Hibs. So one to three, I think, is more than fair, uh, and it, you know I, I would expect an early payout in this as well. Nice one. Uh, I'll be hoping for an early payout in mine, uh, which only requires one singular goal in the first half of this game. This is uh, Dortmund versus Stuttgart. And I am going back to a, a bet that I used quite a lot last season, which is over 0.5 first half goals. Stuttgart have conceded a first half goal in eight of their last 10 matches. Uh, they play 10 league matches. They've conceded an eight in the first half. Dortmund are the team to score in the first half at the moment. They put two past Bayern. You know, tonight they played in the... So both teams played in the cup tonight. Dortmund beat Hanover 2-0 away and Stuttgart beat Bielefeld 6-0. They scored four goals in the first half. Um, this game just looks like it's uh, it's going to contain a first half goal. Uh, and you can get that at what I consider the all right odds, I would say, of 1-4, uh, 2-7. So not much more to say about that banker. 
I gave all the evidence last year for it. They just another team to watch out for this are Genk. Me and Joey were having a couple of pints and talking about this. They keep doing that, but they're playing Antwerp this weekend. So I kinda I'll 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 dip into that pick. Maybe when he's on the show, I'll put it in before him and then he'll have to pick another banker. Um so yeah. Anyway, Dave, what, what have you got banker wise? Uh so I'm in uh Peter Pan's home country, the Netherlands. And it's uh Eredivisie, it's uh, Saturday at 5.45, and I hope I'm going to pronounce this right. It's uh, Warwick, I believe, uh, against Ajax, and uh, you get Ajax at 1-4. to four, uh, So um, Ajax at the top of the league after 10 games, they've got 25 points, scored 34 goals, only conceded nine. Warwick, not doing too bad, to be fair. They've, uh, they're in seventh. They've... Uh, Played uh, 10 games again. They've only got 14 points in the 10 games, scoring 20, conceding 14. Uh, Ajax's last five away games have took 12 points, whereas uh, Warwick have only took eight points from their five home games. So that Warwick have been decent against like the mid to bottom teams. Uh, so like Sitar, they drew with uh, the big Grunia and big Camber, but. They've played like a couple of teams you would say, like the bigger names in Holland is uh, against PSV and Feyenoord. They've lost both of them games, whereas, you know, Ajax are Ajax, not having a great Champions League, but they're having a good domestic season. Were their last game 7 1 against Excelsior? Uh, beat Voldenham 4 2 away. Only lost one game this season to Altmar. But uh, I looked at their uh, the history between these two sides. Uh, there's been 50 meetings between the two sides since 1991. So uh, how many games do we think Warwick have won? Depends how many of uh, how many of them uh, Rodney Schneider started for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you how, see how many did you see? 50, 50 games. 50. How many yeah, have Warwick won one. against Ajax? Four. I was going to go five. What? Whoa! <laughs> Went in nineteen ninety nine, and uh, I will sure take a lot from that. To be fair, uh, I actually won the last eight straight as well. So yeah, I think that they should be should be fine here away from my max. Yeah, one to four. That'd be hey for for well one in fifty winning winning for record for Wallach. That sounds more than fair. Um, excellent. So that is Celtic. Ajax and over 0.5 first half goals in the Dortmund game. On to our value picks for the weekend. So this is something yeah, usually taste taste their odds. I mean, you can obviously say that there's there's some value in some of those banker picks, but we tend to go for around about even money. Um, I am in Scotland in League One, uh, the good traditional UK kickoff time of 3 p.m. on Saturday. For Falkirk versus Kelty Hearts, uh, Falkirk are second in the table, 21 points from 11 games, and Kelty Hearts are back in eighth place with just the 13 points from their 11 matches. Both teams are actually in reasonably decent form just now. If you look at the five-game form table, Falkirk leads that table with 11 points in the last five games, Kelty with nine points. Although it doesn't quite tell the full story. If you, if you look at the goal difference across those five games, Falkirk have scored 11 and conceded three across those five matches, while Kelty have scored five and conceded five and managed to end up with nine points. So th- they're doing it a different you know, a different way, accumulating those points, and Falkirk certainly look a lot more convincing at the moment. 
Um, where this bet really comes into play, though, is the fact it's a home game for Falkirk. They've been great at home. They're unbeaten at home this season. Four wins and one draw from their last five home games. And then on the flip side of that, you look at the away game table in that league, and Kelty are dead last. They've lost all of their away games this season. They've played five games away from home. They've picked up zero points. Um, they've scored twice and conceded 13 goals on the road. So this is a great matchup for the, the home away split. Falkirk being great at home, Kelty being dire away from home. And you'll get the Falkirk win at 4-5 to five on Bet365 just now. And nice I'd like one. to thank Dave Greenfield for forcing me to look at so, that game. <laughs> I also liked Dave's value pick as well because when he sent it across, I was like, oh, Andy's going to miss out on that. But I had a look at it as well. I was like, fucking hell, that's decent price. Um, so, yeah, so uh, not Dave's pick, my one here. Um, we're at round 10 in the Liga Nationale. Um, and this is Concarno versus Villefranche. Uh, Concarno, top of the league, joint top uh, with Dunkirk versus a Villefranche team that have taken two points from their first four away games. They aren't doing very, playing very well away. Um, a lot of Concarno's wins have come under Adrian Butra, who is a guy they've just signed out of nowhere, played four games, scored four goals for them, 21-year-old. Um, they've picked him up from some lower-league Italian outfit that don't even have a flash score page. Uh, all I've got is the, tra- the the transfer across, but he's banging them in for them just now. Um, and Adrian Rabiard as well, who a guy who's been in this league for years now. Um, so yeah, Concarno have been playing really well. Um They've only ever played three times uh, with Concarno being the home team. Uh, Concarno have won all three. Uh, 2018, 2018, 2018, 2020, this year. Very recently. Very recently. It's not as if it was... One of my games does have, like... I was looking at a gas one. Last time they played was 1991. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, Concarno have been great at home so far. You're looking at the the league's best home team versus almost the league's worst away team. that that They've only taken uh, two points. Very similar to nine then. Yeah. Very similar to my value, same reason, and that looks good. I like it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Concarno, they're over even money, twelve to eleven uh, at three six five uh, at, at William Hill. Not sure three six five don't have their price up yet um, on Flash Score, so unsure of what it will be there. But around even money, count me in. So Concarno. Now, drum roll for Dave because we all like this. Andy's already said, giving it the kiss of death, said he loves the pick. Best pick of the week. Best pick, best so. pick of the week. I, I hadn't taken into account Dave's picks. Just I just went and did my research as normal and had this as my value pick. And then uh, Gordon Gordon in our group chat was like, oh, by the way, mate, scroll up. <laughs> Recognise that value pick. So I had, I had to find another one. Doesn't mean I don't like Falkirk, but Dave, I love this. So the one then. Dave, what is it? Uh, right, so this is well, we all like it, which means it's definitely not going to win. But uh, uh, we're in the uh, Bundesliga, and it's uh, Sunday half past two, and it's uh, Bochum against Union Berlin. And for some reason, Union Berlin are ten to eleven now. They're just under even money, but um, Union are first in the Bundesliga at the minute. Uh, ten games, twenty three points. Whereas Bochum last were there, they've only got four points in there, 10 games. They've only scored nine goals, conceded 27. Uh, their only win this season was against Frankfurt. And they've, they've lost all, uh, they lost eight. The Union have won the last four games in all competitions. Uh, the, it was in Malmo, they played in the uh, Europa 
uh, beat them twice in the last two league games. Uh, you know, the, the big Dortmund last week, 2 0. I actually backed them last week uh, on a, on the Asian because I thought it might be a tight game. I had them plus one. And they, they were really, really good against Dortmund. Didn't yeah. look in any trouble, did that, really. But um, yeah, they, they drew with Bayern 1 1, two big sides there. Uh, they've got the fourth best away record, taking 10 points from five. The top of the form table with 12 points from five. They haven't lost in the last five games against Bochum. Um, I just think, I don't know what they're doing, whether they're just, bookies have looked at it and just thought, well, they're not Bayern, they're not Dortmund, so where are they? <laughs> and they've just gone, oh, 10. Because really, that should, you've got the first against Bayern, that's, that's a, a one to three shot, isn't it? Yeah, after a decent number of games, as well, and Union are, are doing the business against really good teams. I yeah. think what you've just said there is I think maybe, I think that's probably right. I think the bookies are probably looking at it going, well, you know, you'll get your Bayerns, you'll get your Dortmunds overtaking them at some point. In order for that to happen, Union are going to have to lose points and the bubble's going to burst at some point. But not this week, not against bottom of the league, Balkan. Right, and boys, we, ha- we, haven't, we haven't discussed the best bit of this yet at all. Right, which was the Twitter thread talking about Union Berlin, right? Where do you think Union Berlin are in expected goals in the Bundesliga? Oh, I know. Uh, they haven't scored that many. They've only scored 18. So. They're dead last in expected mm. goals in the Bundesliga. What about possession? Probably down again. Dead last. Yeah. Shot efficiency is like plus six in their striker. Basically, the bookies just think, fucking hell, they've been getting lucky week after week. But they aren't. They're beating like, it's, it's the complete opposite of that. They're taking their chances. It's the yeah. difference. And the expected goals thing's so funny because like they're below Bochum. Bayern Munich's expected goals and RB Leipzig's expected goals. Like they're one of the only teams that's performing like massively over. They've scored eight more goals than expected. <laughs> like it's bizarre, but it's sorcery. That's what the way the people were describing it as. So I look forward to them winning again this week. But X- yeah. XG XG is a slightly subjective stat as well. Like let's let's be honest. Possession is possession is <laughs> but that's clearly their style. Yeah, I mean that's just very impressive. Um, and yeah. They've done it all without... It's, and the other thing that people are talking about as well is they've done it... It's not as if they're like getting cheap penalties or anything. Do you know, like occasionally getting wins on that. They haven't had a penalty this season either. Ten games in. So... I really, I really like the pick. Yeah, like I think it's good. So much. I think the price is wonderful at just under yeah. money. Um, I think I think... I think that price will come down when people... And, and you see this, even it gets towards the weekend and people... 7 to 10. That's a 7 to 10 price that's ended up as. People are putting things on coupons. And they go, oh, shit, have you seen this? And then they start telling their mates and you'll see a lot of money going on Union Berlin. Uh, and you'll see that you'll see that price come down. I'd be amazed if you can get 10 to 11 on Sunday morning or even Saturday. Like the pick, Dave? Yeah. On to the outsiders for this week then. Um, traditionally, we do very well outsiders. It's probably our, our best uh, collective um, section this season. Uh, my outsider for, for this week, Saturday at 3pm in the Scottish Premiership. And I'm going to back my own team. I'm going to back Dundee United again because we're just we're continually getting overpriced now. Um, a few weeks ago, I wouldn't have touched them with a barge pole. But now I think we're, you're getting good prices. 
So 3 p.m. on Saturday, Scottish Premiership, St Mirren v Dundee United. The away win is three to one. Um, we had an absolutely dreadful start to the season under Jack Ross. Uh, we got a win against Alkmaar in uh, the Europa Conference and then got beat 7-0 by them away in Holland. Uh, a 9-0 from Celtic followed reasonably soon afterwards and Jack Ross got the sack. They're a different prospect now, now that Liam Fox has come in. We're more direct, uh, different style of football, and the players are now up for it. Basically what the players did was, I don't know what went on behind the scenes, but they clearly did not like Jack Ross at all and just down tools in order to get him out. Because um, we, we went to Tynecastle and conceded four goals. We lost uh, three goals at home at St Mirren. Um, and then we got the 9-0 hammering off of Celtic. It was it, They didn't want to be there. And I think they just wanted the manager gone. And in order to, to achieve that, really unprofessionally, they basically didn't put in any effort at all. Uh, so that, so that, that whole thing has changed. Um, and recent performances and recent results show that. The last three league games have been two home wins and a gritty away draw. So seven points uh, from our last three league matches. Definitely shouldn't be 3-1 underdogs against St Mirren, whose last league outing was a 0-0 draw um, at home at Kilmarnock, which was preceded by a 4-0 thrashing away at Rangers. I'm not saying United should be favourites for this game. Absolutely not. Um, I just think 3-1 is, is, is an overpriced. Uh, considering the quality on paper, if you look at both these teams and the fact that if they both perform to you know the best of their ability, I think United could quite easily win this game. So uh, my outsiders done the United this week. Again, another game I think heads towards a draw. I said Very it last possibly. week with your one, and Very I was possibly. like, but yeah, it's it. I haven't seen Saint Mirren. They're it not fantastic. A, easily like, could be a draw, like yeah. but you know I'm I'm just looking at the price of three to one for an away win and going. I don't think I, I don't think it should be 3-1. What about 3-1 for a home win? Because that's what I'm talking about here. Ternana versus Genoa. Uh, a team I don't think I've ever backed is, is Ternana here. Good recent form as well. Uh, they drew in 2005 the last time they played this game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, let, let's talk a bit about Ternana. Um, top of Sierra B after Regina um, not, not winning a couple of games. Um, one point ahead of Genoa. So the, the Sierra B is a bit odd just now in that Ternana are top with 19 points. There's then four teams on 18 points. Regina, Frozenone, Barry and Genoa. Now, Ternana are three at one at home against Genoa here. I really like them in this slot because last week they went down 2-0 to Benevento and come back to a 3-2 win. Another team that was parachuted out of the Sierra A last season. Both, you know, both sides of that bet getting paid out. Love yeah, exactly. Result there. Um, but yeah, so I mean, Genoa are, are pretty decent in form as well. I just fancy Ternana at home. They've been doing the business at home. They're not conceding goals. So the last, their last four, five games they've played at home, they've won four and drawn one. The only one they drew was a one-each draw. They've won three now against Palermo, one now against Perugia, um, one now against Regina in there as well. I just think if you, if you look at these two teams and you go, you know, the, the Sierra B is not, it's a very competitive league and I wouldn't be surprised if the, if the home team winning this at 3-1. to So I fancy them here, 3-1, to Ternana, a team I've never backed in this league. Um, so it was just unusual. You don't, you don't, there's not met, not much of the Sierra B I haven't been there, but um, fancy them against Genoa this weekend. So Ternana at home, 3-1. to one. Dave? Yeah, so I'm in a... Uh... Premier League and it's uh, the evening kickoff on Saturday at half five. It's Chelsea against United and uh, I like a draw here at 13 to five. 
disclaimer, I wrote these notes before tonight's game, so <laughs> <laughs> we might be a bit off. But uh, no, uh, Chelsea were, were in fourth with uh, that had 19 points from nine games before tonight, and United were uh, fifth with 16 points from nine. I know Chelsea drew, I believe. I know United were winning 2 0. I don't know how it ended up. I don't know if you guys know what the final score was. I will find out for you while you continue. Yeah, but, um, you know, Chelsea took 12 points from the last five in the form table. United have took 10 points from the last five. Um, Chelsea look, look good under Potter. They look a bit more settled. The players look, again, look, like Andy was saying about Dundee. I think player power is so big now. If you lose a dressing room as a manager and you lose a couple of senior players, that's it then you're gone then you can't you can't get anything back now it's not like the olden days where right or wrongly I think the manager kick you up the arse you'd have to get on with it and that was it it's not how it is now but um, yeah like I said they look good the big AC Milan twice recently in the Champions League and again United rocky start but Ten Hag looks like he's found a, a team found a way of playing They've settled down. He's still got a few problems with Ronaldo in it, but apart from that, they, they look all right. They, um, Drew with Newcastle before tonight. They beat Everton. They beat Arsenal. They did win win. tonight. They won. They won. They won two 0 tonight. So yeah. went home to Tottenham. Yeah, uh, lost six three. Lost to City in there, but they beat Liverpool. But the main reason I like a draw is uh, you look at the history. The last four meetings of this game has been draws. So you've had two 1-1s and two 0 nils in the last four games. And I can see both sides cancelling each other out. I mean, a 1-1 draw is 13-2. The uh, we, we correct score in there, Dave? I'm yeah, yeah that would be worth a shout. But yeah, but just a straight-up draw, 13-5. Uh, nice. I was... I was saying in the middle section then when I'd run through my picks originally my outsider was going to be a Man United win in this game but until I'd seen that until I'd seen that you had uh, had picked it just because they were three to one yeah I thought I, I you know similar reasoning that that's just huge more than capable of beating Chelsea um, and then I'm sure if that was my pick Gordon would go this game I see turning towards a draw because that's just what he does <laughs> on all my outsiders I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, just pick more draws and then I can talk about them. one of the teams winning <laughs> it's a no uh, so, loss no. position for me but no I, 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 I do like this as a draw yeah like, so do I so do I um, the, the draw makes complete sense to me as well uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if Man United nicked it I certainly wouldn't be backing Chelsea as home favourites no charity bet Let's talk charity. Yeah, I thought, I thought maybe Dave was going to say something. He left a very dramatic pause. I think, I, think, I think he's just done there, right? Okay, he's said enough. That's it. Likes the draw. Doesn't doesn't need to yeah, say anymore. Doesn't need to say anymore. <laughs> so charity bets me this week because because of my my blunder week. last week. Um, and but yeah, as as patrons and all listeners will know, ten pound of our own money, three picks. Two picks sometimes if we don't have a guest. Um, go on the uh, charity treble and we try and chuck a bit of money at a charity of our choosing. Um, so, Andy, how are you starting us off this week? Saturday, 3pm in the Danish Superliga for FC Copenhagen versus Mitchelland. Uh, I just don't fancy Copenhagen at all. Um, they've not started the season well. 
These are the top two teams from last year's Superliga. Um, Copenhagen won the league by three points from from Michelin. And they've both kind of struggled so far this season. Uh, they're only separated by three points after 13 games. Michelin in fifth place on 20 points and FC Cole back in seventh place on 17 points. Um, the, the form for Copenhagen is a bit of a question just now. They've only picked up five points from their fa- last five league matches, whereas Michelin, after a, a poor start, are currently top of that five-game form table with 11 points from a possible 15. Michelin are also the best-performing team away from home in the whole league. Um, they've managed 12 points from their six away games. So I'm going to take Michelin for an away win or draw, so a double chance on the X2. And the odds of that are four to seven. So it's basically for FC Copenhagen not to win that match. Okay, that's that's fine by me. Well, I am going to back Regina again because I really like them. But let's talk about why this week um, and who you'd like to play if you'd had a wee wobble. So Regina have been really good at home recently. So good, in fact, that a couple of weeks ago I suggested they might win 3 0 and they went on to did. Joe, thanks, Joey, for reminding me of that the other week at 11 to 1. Fancy them to do it again this week. If you're having a wee bit of a wobble, you'd love to play bottom of the league, Perugia. Four points from nine games. Absolute dug meat, this team. Um, Regina have been fantastic at home so far and their four games, they've won them all, taking 12 points. They've struggled a wee bit away. Uh, Perugia the exact opposite of this. Uh, They've taken zero points from their first four away games, uh, scoring one and conceding six. They are not very good. They are destined for those Italian leagues that you'd struggle to find in Flashcore. It's like Sierra C, Group A, Band K, you know, um, to to get into there. So they're destined for that. Um, Regina are are still on top form and they're playing at home. 3-0 for me in this game is it, I'm going to be bold and say it's, it's another 3-0 game for them still 12-1 to 11-1 to for that um, but straight up the odds are 12-11 to 11 or 11-10 to 10, which I think is a big price for a team that are taking apart they're, I mean they're taking apart better teams than uh, Perugia uh, at home I, I see no reason why they can't do it again so leg two so Dave how do you round out? Yeah so uh, I'm in the championship Oh, that's better. I was worried you were very well travelled yeah, this week and yeah, staying in yeah. high divisions. We're back to a, a nice Saturday three o'clock kickoff as well. Good man. In the championship, and it's uh, QPR versus Wigan, and uh, a lot of QPR here. And they were nine to ten QPR. Um, someone wants to check whether they still are nine to ten because they've actually won three 0 tonight against Cardiff and gone top of the league because all the results went their way. So I think Burnley drew. Um, Sheffield United lost to Cov and Watford were getting destroyed by Millwall. So they're, yeah, they're, e- they're even money. They're even. All right. Yeah. That's not really bad. Better get um, on that soon then because uh, yeah. people start doing their kibbins and they come down. Yeah, right. So QPR looks like just gone top tonight. Uh, 27 points from their 15 games, uh, scoring 23, conceding 16. Whereas, uh, well, Wigan were 15th. I'm not really sure. I think that they got hammered by Middlesbrough tonight at home. Uh, not many teams getting hammered by Middlesbrough lately. But, uh, you know. New manager well, bounce, mate. New manager bounce. Say, Michael Carrick, nice job there. Let's yeah. see if we can get back up that league. But anyway. Uh, yeah, so Wigan had only 19 points from their 15 games. Uh, scored 16, conceded uh, 22, I think it is now. But QPR... They're taking uh, 13 points now from their last six. 
Wigan away took six points from theirs. Um, yeah, keep keep your that bit Sheffield United the other way they've been playing pretty well. Wigan have only won one in the last four. Uh, the, uh, that's with three defeats as well. Lost to Sunderland before tonight, before losing to Middlesbrough tonight. QPR uh, been pretty good. Uh, well, the last few home games have played. They didn't start off great at home this season, but they've been more the last few games. Uh, so, so they took uh, Bill, who was a, with Gerard, the, the man behind but, Gerard. There, yeah. And I'm to me being a Villa fan, I'm wishing we'd have sent Gerard to QPR and get yeah, Bill. He's, he, he is. He, I mean, he took that Rangers team last season. And the, and the season prior to that, he was the guy doing all the 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 tactical stuff behind there. Gerard's just a front. For, I mean, incredibly talented guy, but a bit like Henri. Apparently, he's a bit like. Did you see that interview with Henri where he was talking about yeah. uh, why is there no space? There is space to the yeah. thing. Like, um, but he's he's a bit like that, and that I don't think he can. He's the exceptionally talented guys are it, find it really difficult to coach teams because they know they could do better than. The yeah. players that they currently got there. So, but I think, yeah, QPR under Beal. Yeah. I see them in the Premier League next year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. George, talking about Villa, but Gerard struggled massively with that, him, I think, because he, he was, like I say, he was the man beyond. Gerard's the fight, you know. Gerard's the Liam Gallagher. He's the fight, yeah. where not, <laughs> you know, Bale's the Noel. He's got yeah. all the talent. <laughs> Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, no, and uh, your man, your man, Dodge, he'd only got three before. Uh, Scored twice tonight. Scored twice tonight. Yeah, he loves a penalty, that boy. Um, but yeah, he, he's, you know, you give him chances, you give him headers in the six-yard box. That's just his, it's his bread and butter. He's such, he's so freakishly strong. Like he looks at the kind of, you know, you get, you ever see the wrestling where somebody gets a chair broken over them and just turns yeah. around. That's we, really, that's the size of this guy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they've got, they've got some other good players. They've got Ilias Chair and uh, they've still got Albert Adama on their books, what a legend he is. Uh, I mean, even their keepers scored from this season, not Dieng. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they're getting goals from everywhere. But yeah, no, I, I think that Evans, it's, I think that's a great price for QPR. Eh? Won't be that for long. Yeah. Well, there we go. Mitchell and or draw, Regina. Queen's Park Rangers Charity Treble Gordon Tenor at Bet365 let's get Definitely. let's get let's get some early payouts can't get one of my match because it's a double chance unfortunately but I uh, have to ride that out to the better end look forward them to about 2-0 to, to losing 3-2 and uh, I was getting the worst <laughs> odds and the worst result out of that game <laughs> let's have that not happen <laughs> that's the picks um, our our followers and members of the Trample Bet Club on Patreon. Uh, we'll get them all in a handy cheat sheet format that they can just find on the Patreon app um, written down as, as a JPEG that Gordo is in charge of this week. Um, so that'll be out. That'll whenever, be, don't worry, that'll be cropped. No <laughs> that won't be cropped at all. Uh, oh, it'll no. have some mistakes. Yeah. Um, standard, and sta- standard Gordo what, fare. You can, you can tell I've not been doing the admin this week. Hey. Absolutely. It's the quality's poorer overall picks. <laughs> picks are better. But um 
<laughs> Fantastic. If you fancy joining the, the Travel Bet Club, it's just patreon.com forward slash travel bet or search for Travel Bet on the Patreon app. We also have a Facebook group. There's some good chat in there. Michael Stokes with uh, the rugby. He's been consistently posting his rugby picks this season. Ennis Lang with the, the Speedway picks. Speedway, well. I've seen that. He had a really good night the other night. He went four for yeah, four in his picks that were all yeah, around eating money. Plus. Enough, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so so there's all sorts going on in the Facebook group. That's just that's just free to join. There's a community of a, a few hundred of us in there just um, to- talking about picks for the weekend across all different sports. So if you're not already a member of the Facebook group, do search for it and do join us. Gordo, Dave, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, good to have you back, Dave. Cheers, thank you very much, guys. And um, I look forward to backing these picks. And uh, yeah, let's see how they get on this week. I've I've got high hopes. <laughs> always. <laughs> I do. I've, I've always got high hopes. Um, but yeah, hopefully this week uh, I, re- I return to winning ways. Thanks again, gents. And thank you to all of you for listening. We shall see you next week. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Bond, Gordon McLarnan and Gary Black, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.